Mike was now an assistant coach at Alabama. On September 3rd, he and Kia were living in Tuscaloosa when they were awakened in the middle of the night by police. I just remember opening the door and kind of just said, please don't tell me something has happened to one of my kids. They said, we found your son, Mika Loxley. He was murdered and, and I just thought, no, they had the wrong person. It's just wrong. You know, there's no way. Around 10 p.m. in Columbia, Maryland, 25-year-old Mika Loxley was in an altercation and suffered a single gunshot wound to the chest. Wow, that's just... I felt like an out-of-body experience, like, nah, this is a dream. Let me wake up, and wasn't the case. Wasn't the case. No arrests have been made as police continue to investigate. Questions remain about whether or not Miko's mental health played a role in his death. You never get over it. You kind of learn to get through it. A year later, Mike accepted the head coaching job at the University of Maryland a program still reeling from its own tragedy. Just a few months prior to Miko's death, redshirt freshman Jordan McNair died after suffering heat stroke at practice. The coaches and training staff were all fired. It was a real natural fit for me to come in and take off my mask and say, losing a brother, you guys created a bond, and I know what it's like. Almost immediately, Mike made mental health a priority. He's added more mental health experts to his staff and brought in speakers who share their struggles. And he talks openly about his own grief and anxiety. His vulnerability is helping to replace silence and stigma with compassion and communication. He's created this open door environment. You can walk into any coach's office and say, I'm not having a good day to talk. And they will drop everything and say, yes, we're here. We're here for you. I just remember him saying, like, we're here for you. If you need to talk to me, you know, like, let me know. I'm more worried about Kenny the person than Kenny the football player. No one's ever said that to me before. I think part of his healing process is pouring into these athletes because he's always said um, they're like, Mike Loxley isn't expecting time to do the healing for him. Closure may never come, but he hopes using his time this way makes a difference for anyone struggling like Miko was. He's not coming through the door tomorrow. So that's, been, that's still hard. Making sure that his death wasn't in vain because it's brought more perspective for me to, to use this platform that I have to help others. Three weeks ago, Mike Loxley tweeted this. Not surprised your 29th birthday would fall on Maryland Day, red and white game. You always loved watching the Terps play. Happy birthday, Meek. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam's Mental Health Day. After you watch that emotional swinging high and swinging low video, 
I had a major episode when I felt when I first had my major episode in the fall of 2016, September 27th, I believe. I went into the hospital on that Monday. I had gone out with a person from work that was not a good idea. It was one of those moments where you get an upset stomach when you're in the car, which that this was not a good idea at any rate. I had too much to drink that night and I went home by myself. The next day, I luckily got home by myself and everything was successful. The next day I went to an appointment to see my psychologist. That day was Saturday. On that Sunday, I had gotten lost going home and then I went to the Chiefs game. I don't remember much of that game, but what I do remember, it was loud and I could hear noises in my head of the crowd screaming after the game. I went home and that was an everyday thing in my life. Yet I had still been more confused and more scared that day than I ever was in my life that I could remember. On that Monday, when I was checked into the hospital, which was at Cottonwood Springs, I checked into the hospital, which was Cottonwood Springs, as I mentioned, I first stopped by the psychologist's office and he knew that I wasn't doing well. I don't remember very few, I remember very few things, but that was one of them. I don't remember much at that appointment. I went to Brighton Gardens and dad told them I quit. I don't remember much either at that part. One of the things I do remember was that I heard gunshots and that was gunshots were of people hurting themselves or whichever. Obviously that did not happen. I had to go to the hospital Remember, I was checking in and watching 41 Action News before they gave me a shot. I get, I thought the thermostat meant something when it was at 70.5 degrees, obviously. Now looking back at that, it did not mean anything. I had previously worked at Brighton Gardens as a dishwasher. My memory was so screwed up that even that, I thought I was doing the dishwashing at that time. It feels so felt like I was doing dishes even in those two weeks later. Uh, I woke up two and a half weeks later and asked, how long have I been here? And the answer was two and a half weeks. That's all I remember. That was my major psychotic break. Part two to come next week. Next week we are going to do a, some famous athletes will join us on a TV show that airs on Sunday night on NBC. This is Sam Vaughn. Join me tomorrow, Thursday. Have a good afternoon. Sam Vaughn for Sam's Mental Health Day, and May is Mental Health Month of the Year.